The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by Hash House Agogo, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, Brew City Brand Apparel, the Food Connection LV.com, and by Mr. Antenna. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. Well, actor, writer, producer, and director Paul Feig is probably best known for his hit film Bridesmaids, but he also worked on the Ghostbusters reboot, Arrested Development, and of course the short-lived Freaks and Geeks. Paul's new film is a thriller called A Simple Favor, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively. Let's welcome Paul Feig to The Fake Show. Congratulations on the new film, A Simple Favor. The trailer really looks fantastic. Thanks. I'm really, really excited about it. It it, it came out great. I, I think it's possibly my favorite thing I've done yet. Really? That's saying a lot. One would expect it to be a comedy, but I've heard some people describe it as Hitchcockian. Yeah, well, I mean, what I love about that comparison, obviously he was the master, but yeah. what I loved about Hitchcock movies is that they, they weren't afraid to also be entertaining and, and kind of funny at, at times. And, you know, I think thrillers, I love thrillers. It's my favorite genre, yeah. really. And, but, you know, and I love modern thrillers, but I think sometimes they don't, they kind of lose their sense of humor a little bit. And really, I wanted to bring that back to the to the genre. Do you think it's a fine line, though, to combine, you know, a thriller with some of those comedic moments? It has to be just right, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it is, it is the most perilous tightrope I've ever walked because... <laughs> You know, if you tip too far one way or the other, it, it, you're in bad shape. But I, I've learned over the years, because all my movies are genre films, really, that I try to, you know, make entertaining. And you just have to be slavish, basically, to the to the actual genre that you're playing in. So, you know, making this a thriller, this has to be a thriller first and foremost. And then then I can add in the, the quirkiness of the characters and, and have some fun with the situations, but never losing sight that we are trying to tell a story that is a thriller. Interesting. You know, I read an interview with Blake Lively, who said that she and Anna Kendrick have never felt so safe and supported on the set as they were in this film. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, honestly, that's lovely to hear. And really, as a director, I always say that's my number one job is to create a safe environment for the actors so they can really try anything, you know, and experiment and take chances. And, and you know, w- w- there's nothing worse, because I was an actor for years, and there's nothing worse than, like, you take a chance with something, and the director's like, what are you doing? That's terrible. Stop, you know, and then you <laughs> freeze up. <laughs> yeah. you know? I, I want them to be at their full creative power, so I want them to feel like they can try anything. Am I wrong, or does the normally sweet Anna Kendrick play kind of a darker role on this? Well, she, Anna goes through a lot of different uh, shades in, in this movie. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, what I love about this film is it really both Anna and Blake get to show sides of themselves that you don't normally get to see in movies. Because, um, yeah, like you said, Anna goes through some, some dark dark things, and uh, but, you know, always keeps her... Keeps her uh, what lovability while she's doing it and then right. then Blake just really plays this sort of sociopath who and she embraces <laughs> it and it's it's pretty it's pretty spectacular to watch I have to say one of your first projects which I loved was Freaks and Geeks which was the launching point for so many uh actors James Franco Seth Rogen among them I loved it but was that show kind of too smart for the room at the time well it was just it was on at a time that that kind of show wasn't really 
out there. <laughs> you right. know, uh, you know, an hour long dramedy on a network. Um, you know, today it would have just been another one in the pack that people hopefully would would like. But um, yeah, we were we were at a really bad time because also game shows had become the top show. I mean, what we were always competing against was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which right. at one point was on seven nights a week, if you remember that. You know, <laughs> yes, fraction right. Cost to do. Yeah. So we, we knew the writing was on the wall pretty early that we weren't going to make it. It's had such an afterlife, too. I wonder, sometimes, you know, people talk about a sophomore slump, if just having that one season made it so great, so perfect. Yeah, I have moments where I go like, you know what, it's the James Brown hit it and quit. <laughs> and I felt <laughs> like, yeah, we did it. Let's hit it. We quit. And uh, there was no chance for it to jump the shark. That's that. I do think, you know, we were all pretty, I had a pretty talented group there. So I feel like we, you know, we had a lot of stuff planned, but... Now that it didn't go further, I'm kind of glad that, you know, it just is what it is and we don't revisit it. Do you talk to Franco and other guys like that and say, you have me to thank for your career? <laughs> yes, I, every day I say, you guys, <laughs> right. please send me offerings. <laughs> yes. no, I, I love all those, all of them. You always try to keep in contact and, you know, they're all doing so well. That's what's so great is like literally everybody from that show is doing well. So it's a, it's a nice... It's a nice feeling. One of your off-time collaborators is uh, Melissa McCarthy, and I still can't believe the brilliant performance in Bridesmaids. It was so subtle, and she seemed to steal every scene, didn't she? She was amazing. I mean, it was, you know, I'd never worked with her before. We did that movie, and um, when she came into audition, I just remember going, like, oh, my gosh, this is like a such a different way to go with this character than any of us kind of <laughs> thought. And yeah, and then, er, then, then, then we just started kind of readjusting the script and giving her more and more to do. And then, you know, all of a sudden she ends up getting nominated for an Oscar for the role. You've done such great TV and great film. Do you think TV is better than ever these days? Because so much easier now to serialize a story and stretch it out into one long movie if you've got eight or nine episodes or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head because... Yeah, TV's in an amazing place right now. It is because they've embraced serial, serialization. Because, you know, if you look back on how when, you know, TV before this, it was, that was always the problem we all had as creators. Everything had to be standalone episodes. Um, that's why, you know, I was, I was involved with, um, Arrested Development. That's why that show really struggled because it sort of, you had to, you really had to kind of follow each episode and, and carry it along, and the, they just wouldn't let you get away with that back then. But now, now that you can, yeah, they're they're just like big long movies, which gives you all this character development. You can really just kind of settle in with the characters and take your time with them. And I think, yeah, that's why there's so much great TV now. As an actor and director, are you one of the those people? And I suppose everyone is. Where when the film first comes out, you're incredibly nervous, waiting for the numbers, like we all used to uh, wait for our report cards. Oh, yes. I mean, this is, you know, this, you know, this is always the tensest week for me just because, you know, we're out prom promoting it and telling people about it. That's super fun. But yeah, you just, you know, you always are hoping they're going to show up and you never know. I mean, fortunately, I've been lucky in my last four movies have, have done well, but, you know, it, 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 it's just the it's it is the scary part of the of, of the business, but but it's also kind of exciting too. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I I'm such a huge fan of yours, and look for a simple favor in the theaters. Paul, good luck, and and thank you for joining me. Thanks, Jim, and I hope everybody goes see this. See, it's a real fun ride. I think you'll enjoy it. And thank you, Las Vegas. All right, good luck, buddy. Thank you. A simple favor in theaters right now, and that wraps up this episode of the Fake Show with my guest Paul Feig. Please join. 
join in on the updates at The Fake Show, Facebook and Twitter pages. I'm Jim Tofty, and I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher and iTunes.